Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Plebeians Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Delfino, and joining me, as always, is our very own commissioner, Ryan Fitch. Ryan, good to have you here. Good to have you here. It's good to be here, Nick. I'm pretty excited. Week one is in the books. Football's back. What a good time of year. It is in the books. It did happen. And uh, I I have a lot to say about these matchups, mostly about myself, but I have a few things to say about other people as well. So, Ryan, why don't you you lead us to the first person? All right, let's get right into it then. We're going to start with Peter, who defeated Mr. Delfino, 101.5 to 96.1. Strong performances from Golden Tate, Ty Montgomery, and Marcus Mariota led Peter to this close win. Yeah, I mean, this was really neck and neck. Obviously, I was watching all the games with my dad, and he was feeling pretty good. I was happy that he was feeling so good. And to kind of have it all teeter on a defense, uh, like specifically Peter's defense, that really pushed him over the top, that always stings because the defense, they get that 10-point boost right off the bat, and you kind of bank on them not keeping it. Like, if you're playing against someone who's playing a defense, you really bank Mm -hmm, on them mm -hmm. not keeping that lead. Yeah, a defense swinging your matchup kind of sucks at the end. We, we, who knows about that? Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's, I mean, move, let's just move right along. Uh, Chris Davey defeated Almog Tabak 160.9, top score of the week, to Almog's 80.7. Chris was just solid across the board. Rams defense is top score. Rams, you know, destroyed the Colts. I was watching. It was a great time. Also had good performances for Matt Stafford, Tyreek Hill, and his, the rest of the team just did solid where Almog. Amog didn't have the greatest performance from Le'Veon Bell, which hurt him. Ben Roethlisberger as well. I think he was expecting way more. Yeah, no, this is a pretty rough week, uh, week for Amog and a really good week for Chris. I mean, I'm bummed too, and also we should mention, we're going we're gonna to go over our predictions. We should have done that previously for the uh, past matchup, but for this matchup, all three of us had Amog. Mm-hmm. Myself, Ryan, and Richard. We, we all, all had Mr. Delfino as well, so yeah. we're really good at predicting so, these fantasy matches. Yes. So as you can tell, whatever we say is gospel, and it's always correct. And I, I'm, you know, this is kind of classic Chris, though, right? Is he has these massive blowout games when they really don't count for as much because he played Almog on probably one of Almog's worst weeks for his team, I, I'd say. I think it definitely turned out that way. And so, as always, it's can Chris get lucky and make sure he performs when he needs to and not just kind of have these massive blowout one-off games? You know what I mean? Mhm, mhm. I agree. Uh, so let's move right along to Rachel versus Kevin. Strict, huge rivalry there. Rachel beat Kevin. One one hundred eight point six to ninety six point six. We, Nick, you had picked Rachel. You were the only person to do it. The rest, me Man, and Rachel. Don't forget that. Shout me out. And Richard both picked Kevin. Kevin lost David Johnson for many weeks. It seems, but good Florence and Leonard for net. While Rachel, her running backs crushed it, McCoy and Dalvin Cook. Uh, and then she still has Joe Flacco, six points, so she's going to need to upgrade there. But besides that, good performance by Rachel's team. Yeah, Rachel's team looked really good. And I think just to touch on it, because you mentioned it briefly, David Johnson got injured. And if you're a believer in Sid Magic, like myself, that should terrify you. Because as we talked about in the, the pre-draft episode, Sid accidentally picked the wrong David Johnson, did not get him, was very upset, and then the first week he plays is out for two months. Yeah, I'd be so. interested to see if Sid has like a David Johnson voodoo doll in her room somewhere. 
she there definitely some some sorcery she, going on. She was doing something. Maybe she was on the sidelines, like greasing something up to make him fall, or I don't know. Like I, I'm just saying. Don't cross. Don't cross. Kevin's already feeling the itch, but you know this happens a lot to Kevin because he, he normally has injuries. He had a lot of injuries last year, and he always recovers and regains yeah. his momentum, which is really impressive. So hopefully that'll 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 oh, work out awesome. for him. And yeah, he'll he'll be competitive no matter what. So all right, let's move on. Speaking of Sid, we got Richard versus Sid. Ryan, why don't you give us a little stat breakdown? Well, Richard beat Sid one twenty three point eight to seventy two point six. Nick, you were the only person to pick Sid. That did not work out for you. Me and Richard both had Richard. And for scoring, Stefan Diggs was the big scorer for Richard. 27.7 points. Sid's big performances were Mari Cooper, Dak Prescott. But she also started the David Johnson she actually picked, so she got zero points there. Didn't Her defense didn't do her any favors. So just overall lackluster performance from Sid. And a good performance from Richard, who was missing J.J. and Odell Beckham Jr. got hurt. Yeah, I mean, I was watching this. I was watching this matchup as it was happening, and there was a little bit of time there when Sid's team actually looked like it might overcome Richards, which would have been really amusing. But yeah, I mean, obviously that that's difficult to do when you are you know when you pick a player and play a player who he, he himself is not playing at all, uh, like this David Johnson tight end. But even still, I mean, I mean Richard kind of his performance really he had a few really uh, blowout performances from uh, who was it? Was it Stefan Diggs? Stefan Diggs, yes. Stefan Diggs, yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, he had a few other performances that really bolstered his uh, entire team. So, I think that's that really helps him a lot. But, I mean, Sid did not look uncompetitive. And I think if she plays an actual uh, tight end, then that can only help. So, yeah. So, we'll reevaluate Sid going forward. I stand by my pick. Sid, I got your back. Please don't hurt Aaron Rodgers. God bless. All right. Let's move on to Joe Jr. versus Austin. Ugh. Joe Jr. did win the matchup, oh. 96.2 to 69.7. Me and Richard both had Austin. You had Joe. So the Patriots didn't play well on Thursday night. As everyone knows by now, they they lost. And Tom Brady didn't have a good night. Rob Gronkowski didn't have a good night. So that really, and the Patriots defense had a horrible night. So that buried Austin. But I still think the team is all right. I mean, it's not his usual Patriots only team. Joe had good points from the Rams, Todd Gurley. And besides that, not... And Danny Amendola, who also got concussed, no surprise there. So the rest of his players didn't have the greatest performances, but it was enough to beat Austin. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I Joe, I picked you. Family first. And anyway, I think this was just a rough game for Austin all around. I mean, as you just said, Patriots got absolutely crushed, and that's a still a large pillar of Austin's team. And so I'm definitely not counting Austin out. And Joe's team, while they did win, I'm still worried about when he's playing the more competitive teams and when, when their teams are doing really well. So we'll, we'll, still, we'll definitely see. I don't think this matchup or the, these two teams' perform, performances was super indicative of how they'll play in the future. But, uh, you know, never know. But, Ryan, that really brings us to the matchup of the week, which was you versus week. me. Matchup. Of, and it was. It really was the matchup really of the week. Was. I mean... This had all the hallmarks of a good matchup. It had violence. It had sex. It had down-to-the-wire points. I, you never knew what was going to happen, and you literally didn't know who won until the very last game got called. So, I mean, Ryan, do you want to talk about it more, or should I just keep punching sure, the sure, sure. I'll, so I'll you, you did All right, Ryan. Me. Anyway, I'll continue, Ryan. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm so just you defeated me 127.2 to 124.9. 
Your best yes. performances were Antonio Brown. I mean, great player. Mike Gillisley. Three touchdowns. We'll see how that fucks up. And then 19, 19 points. So, well, I had 45.6 points from Kareem Hunt, 25 from Adam Thielen, who really drove me to a comeback on that Monday night game before the Vikings defense let yeah. me down, giving up a late touchdown and making me lose the game. Yeah, no, that was a really interesting to watch because I was just watching the phone updates. And so I checked my phone and there was like three minutes left in the, or like five minutes left in the game. And I, you, you were in the lead. And I thought, well, I did well. No one can say I didn't do well. And then I checked back like two minutes later and you were, you were down to me by like five points. And I was absolutely flabbergasted. And it was one of those things. I, I won, but I didn't really enjoy the victory because it was making me so tense because I was just watching these phone updates come in. Like every like it was a two minute marker and I was like watching every single play because it was uh minute the Vikings had the ball back and I thought that Thielen guy was gonna absolutely just, you know, launch it and like get really lucky again. So I didn't even enjoy this victory until the next day when my heart had stopped pounding. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, well, Hurricane Irma screwed me over, but it's all right. It's one week. If I if I had my yeah. two players, I'd I'd probably win the matchup. So well, I'll we'll never okay. know. Okay with it. My team showed up. That's what I. That's fine. I'm okay with it. I feel good. I mean, I think we both performed really well. I mean, even though I did win, Aaron Rodgers, God bless, uh, is what it is. And well, Nick, uh, let's, let's see what that puts you on the power rankings. Every- I I know where it puts me. Probably like a solid six. That's <laughs> right. Where the power rankings. Let's get into everyone's favorite segment, the weekly power rankings. We're gonna Here start we go. at twelve. And. The person who played David Johnson, the tight end. It was disappointing. You know, I don't think her team's very good. I mean, she tilted out of the draft, so she's going to need to improve. Make some pickups, make some trades. That's not super surprising. I mean, she she had a person who just sat on the bench the entire time. It's going to sting a little bit. But like I said, it seems like she's really ready and willing back to fight. And in the In the chat, she was all fired up. So I'm thinking she's going to be climbing, Ryan. She'll be climbing the rankings. You can't go any lower than 12th, so that this brings us to true. 11, Austin. Tough night from the Patriots, and that really just buried his team, so he had the lowest score of the week, so that puts him at 11th. Ding, ding. Yeah, no, that's pretty sad. I feel I feel rough about that. Keep okay. going. What can you do? Number 10, this guy actually came pretty close to winning his matchup, but it's going to be Kevin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Kevin. Kevin lost David Johnson, so I really... Don't know what that's going to do to his team. He still has Carson Palmer as quarterback, so he just has a lot of weak spots, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think this is one of those cases where even though his team performed well this week, going forward, you just really you, you don't really know how it's going to fare without his star player. So, I don't know. I'm optimistic, but he's down. He's down a, a big player, big mm-hmm. star. Number nine, I have the person with the number one pick in the draft, Almak Tabak. Almak put up a pretty mediocre score this week. He does have the probably my top two running backs going forward in Bell and Elliott, but besides that, I'm a little skeptical of his team, T.Y. Hill and Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, he just lost Danny Woodhead for... So, he's got some holes, but when you have a good base in Bell and Elliott, you could definitely climb from here. Yeah, I definitely see Almog as a climber going from here. I, th- I don't think this first week was super indicative of how his team's going to perform. I mean, that that really low performance from Le'Veon Bell, and I don't think that's going to happen super often. So 
You can yeah. only go up. Well, yeah. no, most likely you can only go up. <laughs> but he does have some studs, so we'll see what happens. And number eight, um, we're going to have Mr. Delfino. Narrowly lost to Peter. Had a good performance from Jordy Nelson. And it has some solid performances. His defense let him down. Didn't have a great performance from Jimmy Graham. His team's solid. We'll see. Maybe he starts Carson Wentz going forward. Carson Wentz looked good. So he, he could climb, yeah, he could fall. I don't, I don't really know what the... That's why he's kind of in the middle here. As I was always watching the games with him and stuff, and I think he was he was hitting himself over not putting Carson Wentz and playing Carson Wentz because he actually ended up playing uh, Matt Ryan. And uh, he was upset about that. So I, I don't know if he'll make that mistake again, but we'll see. I, mean, I don't know if that's a mistake, but you know you got to play with your heart sometimes, I guess. Yep. Yeah, exactly. you got to always just go with the Eagles blindly and hope for the best. Number seven, we have the first person who picked up a victory on Sunday. I mean, that's Rachel at number seven. She's here because, you know, Joe Flacco's her quarterback, and I can't get behind that. And then she didn't, she had some good performances from all her players besides that, except Jamison Crowder and Des Bryant. Wide receivers, give me some pause for sure. And then obviously Joe Flacco at quarterback, and all the people on the waiver wire don't excite me either. So that's why she's here at seven. Yeah, I mean, I think. So wait, I, if Rachel's seven, so that means there's someone who lost and is ahead of her. Oh, that... of course, of course. Wow, jeez. <laughs> wow. Oh wait, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know who that is. I'm so All sorry. Right. All right, keep going, man. All right, number five. Uh, we have another person who picked up a victory on Sunday. That'd be Peter. Not the not the greatest performance. Uh, it's kind of middle in the pack for scoring with 101.5 points, but he picked up a victory. His team looks solid. He, had some good performances from Golden Tate. And if Mike Tom- Michael Thomas can get it together and he finds someone good for his flex spot, he could definitely climb. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's true. I mean, Peter is injured and on the bench IRL, but his team is not, Ryan. And I think he's definitely bulking his team up while he's taking a break, and i love to see that. Well, let's see, have to see how his team fares going forward. Uh, number four, we have another person who picked up a victory. That's where I put you, Nick. Uh, you had the second Jesus highest. <laughs> You're the second <laughs> highest score of the week. Um, like I said, big forms from Mike Gillisley in the defense. Hard to repeat, for sure. So I mean, says like, you. hopefully, hopefully, Demarco Murray does better. I mean, you still have Antonio Brown. He's a stud. Eric Decker gives me some pause, and uh, you know, just because you beat me doesn't mean you're. I see you going forward as a better I- player. I don't think you're giving my team enough credit. I mean, I also have Terrence Wentz on my Terrence Terrence West on my bench, and uh, you know he's going to be getting a lot of a lot more. Um, he's going to be getting the ball a lot more because Danny Woodhead is injured on the Ravens. So I mean, that's going to be a huge boon to my team. I mean, I'm already playing him in my flex slot. So I don't know, Ryan. Fourth seems pretty low considering I won. I got the second highest score of the week, and my team looks strong. But we're not here for that. G- give me number three. I I think I already know who number three is. I'm no, almost positive. Number three is gonna be me. I didn't pick. Oh up, my god! I didn't pick up a win, but I had a really strong performance this week. And Hurricane Irma kept two of my best players out. So with that, I only expect great things going forward. I think my team's just solid all around. I don't think I have a weak a weak spot. So that's why I'm three. Yeah, I mean, the only weak spot I see on your team is the Minnesota Vikings defense, and sometimes that's all it takes. So, 
That's all I have to say about that. They're not going to play a team of the, Sa- the Saints offense every week, so, you know, I'm fine with taking this L because we play each other again, Nick. I'll beat you then. I mean, for me, this is the Super Bowl, so if I lose every game after this, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I, I can, I, I have this. I have this week one win. All right, well, see, and that's why you're fourth. See, I'm only happy with the title. You're happy with this. I already have the title, Ryan. I don't need it again. Uh, oh, number yeah. two, we're going to have Richard. Richard also had two of his best players out, so he still put up a great performance. I think he was the fourth highest scorer of the week. I mean, and if he can get, get some improvement from Christian McCaffrey and Kirk Cousins, his team could end up at number one at some point. Wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I mean, I think Richard looked really strong this week. I mean, as we've said previously, he's been practicing a lot. He's been paying a lot of attention to fantasy. And so, I mean, it definitely shows. And I definitely think he's super deserving of that number two ranking. But, Ryan, what, I, what I'm really scared of is what this means for your number one pick. And I just continue well, on. I don't... Th- this is number one. It's Chris Davey. He put up 161 points. It's the highest score by a, a large margin. I don't think it's it repeatable. Is. So... There's some skepticism here that he could definitely fall. I don't, I don't even expect him to be number one in week two. But, I mean, he did have solid performances all around, so if all his players keep it up, he won't get that from the defense or probably his quarterback going forward. But he could keep the spot. But like I said, I see him falling next week. But uh, that, we'll cover that next week's episode. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, his name, his team name is AJ Greensears. And so if you're a Game of Thrones fan, then you know that a Greensear is someone who can, you know, see into the future. And so maybe he's pulling that one. Maybe he just knows what's already going to happen. That's why he's composed a team that seems to be absolutely rock solid. And uh, I don't want to play him, but we'll see. All right. And with that, that wraps up my power rankings. We'll go week one. And let's go to the week two matchups, Nick. Let's see it. Ryan, who do we got? Who are you playing this week? I'm playing your dad, Mr. Delfino. All right. I think I'm going to beat him, but we'll see who we pick. I'm going to pick myself. Good choice. I'm going to pick family. I'm picking my dad. Wow. Can't beat that. Uh, I thought we were family, Nick. Uh, Rich- and Richard, our producer, is going to pick me as well. So It's okay, I feel, guys. I feel good about that. It's okay. I Carson Wentz for the win. That's all you need. As you know, we are great pickers. Oh, I can break down the records for you. I went one and five last week. Richard went two and four on his picks last week, and Nick went three and three. So, thankfully, I'm so better we... picking real football than this. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true, Ron. I mean, I feel good right now. So, I don't know, Ryan, you just stick with me. Just pick my dad <laughs> instead of yourself. It's easy. Just, just say re- the word. Go for the reverse jinx because I know everyone in our league loves to do that. The nice reverse jinx. Just say you're going to lose. And then you'll probably end up winning by some weird act of God. All, All right, right. Let's move on. Sydney versus Peter. Peter is projected for 122.3. Sid for 88.7. Sid had made, had made some moves and hasn't fixed her lineup yet, so that projection will go up. Yeah, I mean, for me off the bat, I'm probably going to go with Peter. Uh yeah. I don't know. I, I, feel like, I feel like I haven't seen the full potential of Sid's team yet. To actually make a call about her definitively winning. But uh, hey, I I would not mind being proven wrong on this one. I would love to see Sid clinch a victory against Peter. I'm going to pick Peter as well. And, you know, I'm just going to take a wait and see approach with the Sid magic. 
I'm going to wait till it actually bites me in the in the butt to pick against her. Yeah, you, you, you like usually end up losing to it before you, you know, start believing in it. So that's kind of the gambit we're all walking right now. Mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. right. Now, next we got Austin versus Kevin. Yeah, How about that, Ryan. Austin's projected for a 127.4, Kevin for a 113.8. Like I said, Kevin just lost David Johnson. And he has a lot of people on his bench who are kind of banged up. So we'll see how he fills his lineup. Right now he's put CJ Anderson in the spot. Maybe he makes a move this week. Who knows? But I think the Patriots are going to bounce back in New Orleans this week. So with that, I'm going to pick Austin. I'm also going to pick Austin as well. I think the Patriots are going to perform really well. I, I don't see them taking that loss and then repeating it again. I feel like they're a pretty aggressive team in that regard. So, yeah, I definitely see this going towards Austin. And Richard, our producer, is going to pick Kevin, so we're not sweeping this one. Got a little upset pick here, but uh, I mean, Kevin always Kevin always eventually makes a really good team, especially when he has injuries, so can't count him out. Yeah, so let's move on to Chris versus Rachel. Both teams won last week. Chris is projected for... One second. Chris is projected for... 115.5, but he doesn't have a kicker on his roster currently, so that'll go up. Rachel is only projected for 108.8 to replace Joe Flacco with Sam Bradford, but fight me in any way. So I, I, I don't know about you, Nick. What do you think about this matchup? I think you got to go with Chris. I mean, he had a 161 off his first week, and granted, yeah, it, it's probably he's probably not going to get that high every single time, but the fact that his team can perform at that level um it really puts him a huge step above i think everyone else uh in the league right now so i don't know i mean it's definitely a good game to watch but my money's on chris yeah i'm gonna take chris as well and richard's gonna sweep that pick so three people for chris hey prove me wrong rachel take it away (laughs) and what's our next matchup nick next matchup we got uh we got almog did you already do almog 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 little joe Almog versus Little Almog Joe. Versus Little Joe. You know. Well, anyway, we do, do you have the projections and stats. Oh yeah, stuff, the projections. Right? Yeah, sorry, Almog is projected for one twenty one point nine. Joe for one twenty four point nine. So very close in the projections. Probably gonna go with Little Joe on this. Hmm. And See, not just because of family, but also kind of because of family. I'm gonna God, Almog's team has some tough matchups this week. I'm gonna also go with Little Joe. So Richard's picking Almog. Yeah, another so hopefully, sweep. Hopefully Almog can avoid the O2 start. Yeah, that would definitely hurt him a lot. I mean, I think my decision is partially nested in the fact that I feel like his performance this week really wasn't super strong. And I feel like Joe, you know, did a lot did you know marginally better than that, and I think his team has a lot of potential. So we're gonna see. But yeah, my mind's a little Joe. Definitely going to see. And we're down to the matchup of the week. The last two people I haven't mentioned. Nick versus Richard, another inter-podcast matchup. Both teams won last week. Nick's projected for 122.6. Richard for 121.8. So close in the projections. So uh, well, how do you I feel about it? I mean, let's be real. Any matchup I'm in is the matchup of the week. And so I got two weeks in a row here. I'm sure it's going to be three after next. <laughs> Uh, I feel good. I think my team's strong. My, I'm ahead of the projections, which is the only thing that matters. And so I think I'm going to come in rocking. Richard said it's the easiest matchup of his life. 
lot of trash talk there. Maybe we'll see some trash talk in the chat. Rich has been talking trash talk, you know, to me right now. But then also, I mean, he was like proxy trash talking me, or pra- proxy trash talking for me to you. He was criticizing you in the chat pretty I mean, I aggressively. I outscored him, so I don't. I I know, but I mean that's a nonstop from just coming after you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I even had to say that you know I'm not I'm not endorsing this. He is not. I am not encouraging him to do this. No, that reminds but, uh, me, Nick. And because he was such a jerk last week, I'm gonna pick you to beat him. And that's actually pretty big of you, because if anything, I think you'd like to see me fall. But that's kind of sweet. Nah, down Thank with you. Richard. Down with Richard. All right, cool. I, I, yeah, sure. I, I'm not. I'm choosing myself, obviously. So uh, up with me in general. But yeah, and Richard is picking that's... himself. So we're splitting. bold move. Bold, bold move. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. I would have still picked me. But right. we'll see how that shakes out for him. <laughs> not everyone's gonna agree. I do agree on that. It's hard to bet against yourself, Ryan. But uh, I'm sure someone will eventually. All right, so we just went over, I think, everything that we could possibly talk about. Uh, Richard, do we have sound off clips? I'm going to shoot me a quick message right now and cut this out. Or leave it in. No sound offs. Well, get those in, people. All right. We're leaving it in. We're leaving it in. That's totally fine. Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, because we don't have sound offs this week, my, my producer Richard just informed me of that, so that's kind of a bummer. So, you know, guys, are we not making you angry enough? Should we say more offensive things about your team and who you are as a person to get you to really sound off, as we say? Peter, you're bad. Peter, you're bad. I think that's going to get through to him. Yeah, he does I not know, like hopefully. being called that. He's, he's not like being called bad. Uh, so anyway, guys, we don't have any sound off clips this week, and I guess since we went over all the big updates, that's going to be it for the podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Plebeians Fantasy Football Podcast. If you liked it, then please rate us and subscribe to us on whatever podcast uh, app you use. Thank you very much. Tune in next week. Ciao. All right, cool. Cut.